there's no way. You'll be always be wanting to be with the Lord Jesus Christ and to always be in his presence. His vision. There's not any other love that can have to anybody. You cannot say you love your brother or you love your sister without having love for the creator of the whole universe. That is our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father and the Holy Spirit. Let your love go towards the Lord Jesus. He is the first love. It's just like a couple meeting for the first time. No, I know how. If you meet each other for the first time, that first love will always be there. If the husband does something wrong or the wife, you will quickly collect your first love. The very day you come across each other, the very day man woos you and the, the woman woos you, you now say, ah, even because of the first love, and I made up my mind and do this. Because of the first love, I don't think I can do anything evil. So let our first love be always towards Jesus Christ. Let Jesus Christ be our first love. Without him, we can do nothing. But with him, he can do a lot of things. So our first love, genuine love. In as much as we are in the family of family of God, we are with God. Without him, we can do nothing. Let your first love be towards God. What really is this first love for Christ? First John 1 John 4.7. 1 John 4, 7. Are we all there? 1 John 4, 7. There comes a woman of Samaria, which is called Saka, near to the parcel of Gran that Jacob gave to his son, Sorry, and he must needs to go through Samaria. Are we all there? The woman went to Jesus. Went to the woman. Give me a drink. Give me a drink. The woman said, ah, "Who are you? Why should I give you water to drink? For what?" The woman never knew the person that he was asking him for a drink. Adibi, he knew that that man he was asking for a drink was Jesus Christ. He would have hearkened onto his voice and give him water to, to drink. He was asking the man, who are you? What connection do I have with you? Why should I give you water to drink? But that first love must be to the Lord Jesus Christ. It is an invitation and a command. He asked him, give him water to drink. He invited him to give water. But the woman was wondering, why should I give you water? For what? A Samaritan and a Jew. Is it possible to give you water to drink? He invited him. He never knew what God is, what Jesus Christ was up to. And this is an invitation. When Jesus Christ invites you to give something to him, don't hesitate. Because Jesus Christ is, a, is the first law. You don't need to hesitate. 
You have to give unto him. Or you are going to get another things more than what you are going to give to him. It is an invitation and a command. It is open to all his children who want to make good success and result in the work of faith. If you love Christ wholeheartedly, there's nothing you ask of him that will not do for you. Because Jesus is our first law. He first gave himself to us. And we need to give everything unto him. We need to surrender everything unto him. Without him, there's nothing we can do. But with him, we can do exploits. And I pray, Father, we help us to let our first love be towards Jesus Christ in the mighty name of Jesus. What are the reasons to love? Reason to let our first love be in Christ. Number one, it is to bear much fruit that gladdens the heart of the Father. John 15, 8. John 15, 8. Herein is my Father glorified that he bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. How can we bear much fruit? On a good Friday, we all went out to bring the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. To bring more people to come and join the family of God. When you bear much fruit, people will come to the side of the Lord Jesus Christ. You draw more people to the Lord Jesus Christ's side. And you bear much fruit. And the moment you bear much fruit, it gladdens the heart of the Lord Jesus Christ. Like your brother that says, when you taste honey, and you know how sweet that honey is, just give that same honey to another person. And let them know how sweet it is. So the same thing. We are already in Christ. We know what God has done for us. You know without him, we can do nothing. And we need to also sow seed and draw more people closer to God. Because with God, we can do exploits. When, when we draw more people to God, they will also be another disciple to draw more people to God's side. So it is good for us to bear much fruit. This will gladden the heart of the Lord Jesus Christ. Branch of vine will fail tragically to bear fruit if it does not abide in the vine. Therefore, let your first love be in Christ and his kingdom. And that's what the Bible recorded in Matthew 6, 33, that seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and other things shall be added unto you. When you know Christ, there's nothing you ask of him that's not do for you. Don't let the modern things of this world take you away from Christ. Because with Christ, there's nothing we cannot do. Let your first love be towards the Lord Jesus Christ. When you don't see, you won't see God. People will be saying, that I don't see. Why should my first love go to, towards him? Let me love my brother. You cannot love your brother wholeheartedly. You're only deceiving yourself. But that same Jesus, you don't love him. Are you not telling me that you want to love your sister or your brother? Is it possible? It's not possible. You don't appreciate the one you don't see. I'm not telling you that you appreciate your brother. You love your brother. It's quite impossible. You need to love this Lord Jesus wholeheartedly. Because with him, there's nothing 
that is impossible. How can we express this first love for Christ? Always have strong desire to be in his presence. The psalmist says that in the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. When you are always in the presence of God, there's no any joy that can elude you. You'll be happy. You are not rich, but you now know that you are very wealthy because the love of Christ is in you. Always make sure that you are in the presence of God. How can you be in the presence of God? By observing your quiet time, by praising him, by praying, by worshiping him. Let everything that concerns you be towards God. By doing this, that's your first love. You always be towards the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise him continually. Like our team of last year, in Psalm 34, verse 1, that I will praise God. When you continue to be praising God, there's nothing ask Jesus to do for you that you not do. Continue to be praising him. Because Lord Jesus inhabits in the praise of his people. We don't know how to praise God and you are telling me you love Jesus. Or your first love is towards Jesus. Is it possible? At times you ask them to dance in the church. People feel somehow. Why should I be dancing? But when they are in the presence of obey, uh, wasil, the way they will dance, it baffles you. But when you are in the presence of the most high God, you need to dance, to jubilate, do everything to gladden the mind of the living God that you are serving. When you praise him, he will raise you. You don't praise him, forget. But when you praise God, obviously he's going to raise you. I pray Almighty Father will raise up in the mighty name of Jesus. Worship him, the beauty of his holiness. Before you do anything, early in the morning, adore his name. Worship him. He is the King of Kings. He is Lord of Lords. There is no one that you can compare with this God we are talking about. By the time you are doing all this, you are showing to him that you really love the Lord Jesus Christ. The month of March is ending tomorrow. Did you pay anything to him? You never paid a cobble. But here we are in the land of the living. Because his love for us is forever and ever. He has such an agape love for us. Do you love Christ? Do you love your neighbor? If you love Christ, obviously, you love your neighbor. So let your genuine love be towards God. And when you love Christ, obviously, the way he will surprise you, it baffles you. That, ah, what have I done? That this man has done so wonderfully in my life. Because you've realized that he's your first love. You cannot tell me God is your first love. And you are still going to look for the worldly things that people will be able to help you and see you through. That, please, oh, I've been waiting on the Lord for certain things. I don't know how to do it. Can you be of help to me? Why are you going to those who that cannot be of help to you? They will just disappoint you. The Bible said the arm of flesh will fail you. But when your love is towards God, he fights your cause. And there's not your acts of him that he not do for you. 
So we need to worship him always. Then, obey all his commands. Let's go to the book of Deuteronomy 6.17. Deuteronomy 6.17. Are we all there? You shall diligently keep the commandments of the Lord your God and his testimonies and his statutes which he has commanded thee. These are the things he's telling us to do. Keep to what he has asked you to do. The first text we read in Revelation 2, 1 to 7, look at the people, the church, the church in Ephesus. They know God. They love God. They serve God. But at a stage, they named almost about seven different things that they can do. Even if I fake apostle, if you're an apostle that lies, they realize it. They don't support people that are doing evil. But all these things, they put all this aside. And they feel that what else can we do? They forsake their first love. And thank God. Lord Jesus called them. Now see what is happening. See what they've done. If not for the love of Christ for them, they would have perished. But he called them. See what you've done. How many people would be given such opportunity to repent? When he called them, that's Revelation 2, 1 to 7. Truly you've loved all this. You always love people that don't lie. You always appreciate people that love God. You always fish out the apostles that are fake, your midst. But you've forgotten your first love. And who's that first love? The Lord Jesus Christ. He called them to repentance. And they thank God for their life that they repented. Now, if Jesus Christ is calling you, that you've done certain things, and it's not right for you to have done such a thing, would you repent? Or will you say, what will I do? We are talking of genuine repentance. Because you are in the family of God. If you have been accused of something that is not expected of you, go on your knees and tell God that what I have done, Father, forgive me. And that's all the Bible recorded that David is a man after God's heart. So anytime he wants to he will give God a sort of genuine repentance. He does one thing, and God asks him, you never go back to that thing that he has done again. Are we having genuine repentance? Are we having genuine repentance? Are we not saying, God will just overlook that uh, mistake, and I make sure that no do such a thing next time. No. Once you have that genuine repentance, there's nothing you ask of this God. That's not do for you. And that's your first love will always be towards the Lord Jesus Christ. What can deter our first love for Christ? 
blasphemy. Let's go to the book of Acts of Apostles 2, 19, 23 to 30. Acts of Apostles 2. Twenty-three to 30. Are we all there? Please, let's read it. Let's take it together. Many of them are supposed to 19, sorry, 23 to 30. And at the same time, there arose no small stare about that way. For a certain man named Demetrius, a silver maid, which made silver shrines for Diana, but no small gain unto the craftsmen, whom he called together with the work men of like occupation, and said, Sirs, you know that by this craft we have our wealth. Moreover, you see and hear that not alone at Ephesus, but almost throughout all Asia. This Paul had persuaded and turned away much people, saying that there be no gods which are made with hands. So that not only this, our craft is in danger to be set at naught, but also that the temple of the great goddess Diana should be despised. Imagine him comparing God of iron with this God we are talking about. That is blasphemy. Despised. And our magnificence should be destroyed, whom all Asia and the world worshipped. And when they had had these sayings, they were full of wrath and cried out, saying, Great is Diana of the Ephesians. And the whole city was filled with confusion. And Avon caught Gaius and Aristarchus, men of Macedonia, Paul's companions in travel. They rushed with one accord into the theater. And when Paul would have entered in unto the people, the disciples suffered him not. Blasphemy. Why, for goodness sake? Because of selfish ends. Because of the gain that you are making. Why can you compare God of iron? The metro happened to be a silver meat. And he's making this thing for his livelihood. And now try to erase what Apostle Paul has preached to the people. Now don't mind him all. Don't mind all what he has said. That is the means of livelihood. It's a blacksmith, I mean a, a silver meat. It is out of this that is making his own money to feed his entire family. I now try to set people against Apostle Paul. Now don't mind him. Leave him. Why should we say we should not serve our God? The Diana God. This is part of what made the Ephesians to wrong God. They ignore their first law. Why should that be? Blasphemy. Comparing what is not up to God with God. Can we compare iron with God? 
It's impossible you can't. It's quite impossible. They try to change the mind of the people. That they should ignore everything that Paul has said or has preached to them about the Lord Jesus Christ. Forgotten their first love. I pray you shall not forget our first love in the mighty name of Jesus. Backsliding or apostasy. There are many people that have backslided. For instance, look at the life of King Saul. King Saul that was chosen as a king over Israel. He disobeyed God. When God asked him to destroy the king of Ab and all his people, he separated some. Now, after the death of Samuel, he went to consult a sorcerer, a witch, that to please invoke the spirit of Samuel. He wanted to have him from Samuel. Even, why should that be? A chosen man of God. Why should that be? You knew this God that you are serving, and you condescended solo to go and meet a wiz, a sorcerer, to consult the spirit of Prophet Samuel. He forgot his first love, who is the Lord Jesus Christ. Sin. The Bible says we've all sinned and come short glory of the we've all sinned but should not allow sin to take us away from our first love many have sinned we need to be very very cautious we need to be very very mindful of ourselves because God will ask us and will judge us accordingly Sin is something that we need to be very, very careful of. There are different ways you can sin against your creator. For instance, if you deny the progression of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, it's part of sin. If you're not ready to serve God wholeheartedly, you are sinning against the creator of the whole universe. A lot of ways you can sin. If you continue to be sinning in his presence, you are taking the love of Christ away from your heart. And we ask you, we judge you. If we ask you that all these things you've done, how are you going to get yourself exonerated? Because he came, he died for my sin and for your sin. It's not right for us again to nail this plan to the cross. You need to be very, very careful. Always let your first love be towards God. He is the only one that can save us. There's no other person. If you bear much fruit, we are going to have reward. But it's coming the second time to reward us accordingly. Whatever you sow, 
you are going to rape. Let your first love be towards God. In Revelation 2, 1 to 7, despite the fact that Christ commended the church at Ephesus for working hard, not tolerating evil people, patiently enduring, not in denying apostles, God not hesitate to point out the mistake the church at Ephesus made. We should always allow our hearts to be aglow with genuine love for Christ. We should not allow our labor to be cloud our consciousness. There's possibility for you to work, 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 work. I pray we shall not labor in vain in his vineyard. You will work, 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 work. Let what you are doing to God, let it be as if this very God we are talking about is ready to judge you. In the church, they pretend to be good. Outside the church, they are not that thing entirely. Don't let our labor be cloud our consciousness. Let your conscience be judging you. What am I doing? Am I doing the right thing? The Bible says if your conscience does not judge you, there's no condemnation for you. But if you are doing something and you know that your first love is not towards Christ, please withdraw doing it. But there's nothing we do in this flesh that God will ask us. He will ask us that how far have you gone? I pray we shall never labor in vain. And the reward that is meant for those who are diligently seeking the Lord will be our portion in the mighty name of Jesus. We should not allow our labor to be clad our consciousness and in a sense to maintain our first love for the love Jesus Christ. Let our first love always be with the Lord Jesus Christ. What are the things? The other time we were asking about people that are observing their quiet time. When early in the morning, you don't observe your quiet time, how will your love be towards Christ? You're always in a hurry to go to the office. You're always in a hurry to do anything. And for them to bless the food they want to eat, people find it difficult. And you are telling me your first love is towards Christ. It's impossible. As a Christian, let your love, your first love, don't love this God we are talking about, than your spouse. If you love your God, there's nothing you ask him to do that you not do. I pray God will help us and see us through in the mighty name of Jesus. Is there anything, any question? No, this is Bible study. Are we asking, how can I love this God when I don't have anything with me? There's no money. Is it possible for me to love God when I don't have money? Is there any question? Brother, is there any clarification? When we are talking about this first law, and they now announced on Sunday, you are all going to mission field. How many of us will stand 
And that mission field is around Lagos. We are going outside Lagos. And we'll be told that our first thought should be towards God. How many of us will stand and say, okay, let's go. I'm set to go. How many of us will be ready to go? Look at the evangelism we did on a Good Friday. Many are indoors. Many didn't come out. They were in their various homes doing nothing. Is that how to love God? You want to love this God wholeheartedly. You have to obey all what He has asked you to do. Well, you need to bear much fruit. You need to disciple. Since you are, you, you are a disciple, you also need to call more people to the side of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you have to ask, how many of us in our quiet time are praying for this church? That Lord, let this church increase tremendously. How many of us are saying this? And we are saying our first love should be Christ. And Christ is the bridegroom of the church. I pray the grace to do his will, his commands, Father, we grant it unto us in the mighty name of Jesus. The prayer, Lord Jesus, do not let me get to a state where you remove my light. I pray our candlelight will not be removed in the mighty name of Jesus. Because if you've been laboring in the church, people know you, you're always there, inquire in every department of the church. They find you there. And on that day, when the role is called in heaven, you are nowhere to be found. Which means that light is no more light again. It has turned to darkness. I pray this to never be a portion in the mighty name of Jesus. There are some people dead in their conscience. I was in a place this morning and somebody was telling me that I traveled to Akure. On getting to, he was traveling to Benue. He passed through Akure. On getting to Akure, the place spent and the army stopped him. The vehicle in between him and the last one. They now got them separated. Then one was carrying a casket. Believing that in that casket, there was a dead body. They now subject that man, they subjected him to a search. They asked the driver, are you the one that is the driver of this vehicle? Yes, sir. What do you have in your vehicle? A dead body. Okay. Bring the casket out. Open it. On opening the casket, it wasn't a dead person. What did they find? They found um, ammunitions. And a man wore this Anglican attire as a reverend father. What are we saying about that man's first love? And a woman led the team of these people. They passed from Lagos down to Akure. 
nobody stopped them. And I'm sure these people that stopped them, stopped them based on information. It's on my phone. You need to see, imagine ammunition and AK-47 to fill up a casket. Almost about 15 of them, two women were included. Imagine somebody bringing Bible and putting on this Anglican cast of what they call their dress, pretending that I am the Reverend Father. We are going to bury our relations. And innocently, the man never knew that they were armed robbers. They were for another mission. They now stopped the man. He said, they came to our park. They hired my boss. They asked them, what are you going to pay me? They told me, because I cannot carry dead body. They said, don't bother, we are going to pay you. The man, the driver was even telling them that the dead body was in the casket. Until they opened the casket, they now realized that it wasn't dead body, but ammunition and AK-47. Women were included. And I'm sure all this one, we have even Christians among them. And we're talking of our first love. Agape love towards Christ. I pray God will deliver this nation in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we appreciate you. We thank you for your word because your word is A and Amen. We appreciate the rock of ages. We pray, dear Father Lord, the grace to love you more and more. Father, grant it unto us in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us take our mind of all this great thing of life that can lead to destruction. We want to serve you. We want to know you. Reveal yourself to us in the mighty name of Jesus. So on that last day, welcome faithful servants will be our portion in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we appreciate you. We bless you. For those ones that are yet to be around, for one reason or the other, wherever they are, Lord, I pray you protect and guide them in the mighty name of Jesus. Let this love of Christ be in their heart in the mighty name of Jesus. And let your love overwhelm us. In Jesus' wonderful name, we pray. God bless you. I wanted to ask a question, but then let us sit down. All of you just behave as if you, you just got the point she was making. And uh, just 